0: Hello, I'm Diane and thank you so much for joining me for another episode. In branding and in marketing, it is generally understood that the number one rule is that consistency is key, except for when your brand starts to feel stale. So, every so often, you might need to reinvent yourself or rebrand your personal brand to version 2.0 of you. So if this sounds like something that you might be thinking about at the moment, or maybe should be, then grab your cup of tea and let's get into it. I used to be able to count the number of times that I would post on social media per year on one hand. Every so often, a particularly exciting life event might coax me out of the woodwork to share that with my network. I now share a weekly email, a weekly blog, a podcast and a YouTube video every single week and I do that by choice. Sometimes I don't even recognize the person that I am today. And I am so glad. I once read a story about a mentee who was speaking to their mentor and they were describing a very long trip that they were going on. And their mentor gave them some advice. And it was that when they came back, they wanted to not be able to recognize the mentee. And of course the mentee was confused by this and the mentor explained it was because they wanted the trip to be so life changing that the mentee would become unrecognisable to both themselves and to those that they knew. In personal branding so many people worry about not feeling authentic in an elevated version of their personal brand but there's not feeling authentic and there's not growing There's not leveling up. There's not building what Warren Buffett would describe as a moat around your values. One of my favorite personal branding experts, Dory Clark, in her book Reinventing You, proposes that at some stage of your career, you will need to reinvent yourself, and perhaps even several times in your career. When it comes to a rebrand or a reinvention of your personal brand, this helps to tell a transformation story. It signals to your people that you are growing, that you are leveling up, that you're developing, that you're putting in the work instead of staying stagnant and this creates a renewed energy and new excitement and interest around your personal brand and your pursuits. My first tip is to time your rebrand. In his book, When, Dan H. Pink describes what social scientists call temporal landmarks. Now, if you're not familiar with this term, an example of this is the first day of the year. Humans use landmarks to navigate through space but they also use time to navigate their way and a temporal landmark is an example of this. A study of Google searches showed that the word diet skyrockets on January the 1st compared to any other day. But it doesn't stop there. It also showed that peaks occur at the start of the month at the start of the week and after major national holidays. So what this tells us is that when it comes to timing your rebrand, there are natural first starts that can be found throughout your entire year. So consider, for example, your birthday, your work anniversary, when you come back from a vacation, maybe at the start of a year, maybe at the start of a month or the start of a season, just to give you some examples. What I've given you so far are things that can probably be Found pretty consistently throughout your year. But sometimes, every so often, we have some special life events that are the perfect time to rethink your personal brand. And that might include things like graduating, it might be getting a new job, it might be moving to a new city or even a new country, or maybe moving home from wherever you have been. It could also be the start of a marriage, but also it could be the end of a relationship. Maybe it's a breakup or a divorce. There are certain life events that lend themselves to an opportunity to reinvent yourself. So before you start to execute your rebrand, think about when the right time to do it might be. My second tip is to remember that you can take it with you. Stanford professor Jeffrey Pfeffer talks about what psychologists called the halo effect. And this is where people assume that if you are naturally good at one thing, that you are likely to be good at something in a related area. In a very similar vein, Dory Clark talks about this in, again, Reinventing You. She talks about how you shouldn't entirely forget your background and your history. You should review it and find what you want to take with you so that you are creating a connected narrative. You are helping your audience to make sense of your transition. So don't completely discount your history. Use the credibility that you have spent so much time building up and see what you can take with you on your personal brand journey. My next tip is to have clear goals. Now, if you follow my blog, YouTube channel or podcast already, you would know that one of my favorite quotes is to begin with the end in mind. This comes from Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. So when it comes to reinventing yourself or rebranding yourself, first have that vision in mind and reverse engineer from there. How is your rebrand or your reinvention going to lead you one step closer to that vision? My next tip is to research your rebrand. Any good business or any good branding strategy is going to begin with research. And when it comes to rebranding, that does not need to be boring. It can actually be really fun. There is such a plethora of creative ways that you can begin that exploration or that conceptual stage of your personal brand rebrand project. Depending what your personal brand goals are, this might mean using YouTube podcasts, blogs, using Pinterest and creating boards within that and using Instagram. Consider this your opportunity for a guilt-free scroll and ask yourself what is resonating with you and why that is and make sure that you are saving what that content is so that you have a bit of a bank of inspiration when it comes to your own rebrands or reinvention. My next tip is to consider renaming yourself. Now, bear with me. This is something that most businesses will do when it comes to a major rebrand strategy. They will look at if their name is actually aligned with their vision and they will decide if they want to go forward with that name or if it needs to be reinvented entirely or tweaked And you can apply this same thinking when it comes to your personal brand. Now you might consider doing this quite seriously and legally changing your name. If you have just recently gotten married or have before, then this might be something that you look at actually doing as a natural progression in renaming your personal brand. Or you might choose to do it more informally. You might just change your online social media presence or how you refer to your name with your friends and family. Now this might be a more extreme change of completely changing your name entirely or it might be adopting a version of your name or a nickname that perhaps your friends and family have often used and Embracing that a little bit further when it comes to your personal brand. Also keep in mind that you might want to actually not share your potential rename with anyone at all. And this comes in the form of creating an alter ego for yourself. Now, perhaps one of the most famous examples of this is Beyonce. Now, Beyonce says that her Sasha Fierce character that she has created for herself is her alter ego. It's what propels her to be able to perform the way that she does. She steps into that more confident version of herself via that alter ego that she has created and the name that she has given that alter ego. My next tip is to rebrand your visual identity of your personal brand. Now, there is a lot to cover in this area alone. So I'm going to give you just what the top things are for it. First is to remember why appearances matter. Research out of Princeton University from psychologists there showed that first impressions are formed within as early as a tenth of a second. So when it comes to the appearance element of your visual identity, then think about how you are communicating what your personal brand represents. Now of course there is the clothes element of this, there's hair, there's makeup, there's posture, there's even your physical environment, the environment that you work in. What is it that people are seeing and what is it that they are taking away about your personal brand as a result of that impression that you are leaving on them. Now the next one that I want to talk about is colors and I've talked about this in depth on my blog as well. Colors have meaning, colors communicate for you as well. and. Colours send cues, again, that represent certain things. That's what we have been naturally, evolutionarily hardwired to understand. So when it comes to your personal brand or rebranding yourself, how are you developing a colour conscious mindset? Now this might be determining what your signature colour is. This might be coming up with a signature colour palette. This might be coming up with accent colours for your personal brand. So, think about the colors that you have as a part of your brand now, or perhaps the ones that you want to have and how they are communicating for you. Now, the final element of this visual identity tip for your personal brand rebrand is to consider your imagery. Maybe you want to try a new style of imagery, or visual treatment, or a new visual device, all as part of your personal brand rebrand. My next tip is to define your tone of voice. So, your verbal identity for your personal brand when it comes to your rebrand. Ask yourself if there was four to five things that you want to use as words that you would like to be remembered for. And what would they be? So once you have an understanding of your verbal identity that you want to move into your rebrand then think about how you can update everything that is currently a touch point for your verbal identity. So maybe anything that you have written online in your online presence, maybe it's even something as simple as updating your voicemail to reflect your new verbal identity. My next tip is to to be consistent, but not comfortable. So if you know me well, you know that one of my favorite authors is Robert Kiyosaki and especially his book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And in it, he talks about the fear of public speaking. And he describes this as coming from a fear of ostracism. So it's a fear of standing out, of being outcast, of not being accepted. So if we think about our tribal history, this would be things that actually put our life at risk. But when it comes to rebranding your personal brand, it is very unlikely that your life is ever going to be at risk. So remind yourself of this when you are pursuing those personal brand goals and when you feel any sort of fear coming up because it's fear that keeps us in our comfort zone. So as Kiyosaki explains in Rich Dad Poor Dad, it is fear that often prevents us from finding more creative solutions to our problems, From seeking alternative ways of doing things, for going against the trend. And my final tip is where possible, prime your audience for your rebrand. So this means getting your audience used to the idea that a transition might be coming or perhaps just priming them in general for what that transition might represent. So you might do this through dropping hints. You might do this through sharing something that you're learning. You might do it through sharing a work in progress or a project in progress. You might do it by sharing third party content that is related to an area that you eventually also be aligned with. It could be practicing in public or it could be sharing what is a passion project or an interest before it is turned into something that you hope to make a profit from. So if you are considering rebranding or reinventing yourself when it comes to your personal brand, then I hope that you will start to look at this like the creative director of your personal brand that you are and look at it with a business mindset and a creative branding or marketing mindset to get you closer to that vision that you want for your personal brand and how you want to be positioned in the market. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you. If you have found this content valuable, please let me know by liking, subscribing, or commenting wherever you are. And I look forward to seeing you in the next episode.